Jose, is it a good time to buy? What do you think is gonna happen with the market in the coming years? I get this question all the time. And what I wanna put into perspective is what's going on with the market right now? And this is not just Tampa Bay, Florida. This is just really every state across the board. There's a lot of movement going on uh, with the real estate market. Now, one of the driving factors of why it's super duper busy and crazy with people purchasing properties, selling houses across the states is just because of how crazy the rates are. They're super, super duper low. And not only are people actually uh, just buying and selling a house, they're actually doing a lot of refinancing. As a matter of fact, I'm actually in the process of refinancing my house as well. So it gives you a very good idea that the interest rate is a driving a major driving factor in why people are making big decisions okay and that leads me to that question that people ask me all the time is it a good time to buy now in reality it's always a good time to buy right because you're buying a house it's always a good investment um, one of the biggest answers that I always give people is that as long as you're in a position where your income is stable, you don't feel like you're gonna lose your job at any time in the near future, then it's always a good time to buy, right? Because it's a great idea to own a house, right? For many, many perks and benefits. But I want you to look at it like this when we're thinking about that question, if it's a good time to buy. Right now, we're in what you call a seller's market. In a seller's market, it's typically defined as when there's less than six months of supply in the market, okay? If there's six months left of supply or if there's less than six months of supply, that's what you consider a seller's market. Now, if there's more than six months of supply, that means it's a buyer's market. So the lower the supply, the more demand, right? The more demand there is, which is why sellers have the leverage. Now, when there is a buyer's demand and it's a seller's leverage, you're typically gonna have prices going up and up and up and up every year, okay? But when it's a buyer's market, things tend to really slow down when it comes to the supply and the seller's leverage the favor goes into the buyer, okay? So what happens is that when you're in a seller's market, you're gonna have moments, like what we're in right now, where the rates are low because the prices are high, okay? Now, what we are experiencing right now is record-breaking and it's very unusual a very normal interest rates is more like in the mid fours, maybe touching fives. But because of the whole coronavirus pandemic, the federal government has decided to keep the rates super low to continue encouraging buyers and sellers to continue doing transactions. And so what's happening is, is that 
because the interest rates are so low and buyers are saving so much money in buying a house now, even if the prices are going high, they're still saving a lot of money in interest over the life of the loan. And that's where the savings comes in. Now, I want you to look at this example. You take a $350,000 house today, in today's market, you could um, easily get a very good interest rate, somewhere, let's say, in the low threes, maybe mid twos, right, if you have an excellent score, and your payment on the principal and interest of that house can be $1,100. That's how crazy that is, okay? Now, I hope you wrote that down, $350,000 house, right? The impression is, is that, wow, prices are high, seller's market, rates are super low. You get a payment of principal and interest of $1,100 on that house. We're not gonna talk about taxes and insurance and all that stuff yet, okay? Uh, we're just gonna keep it simple to the principal and interest. Now look at it on the flip side. On a buyer's market, prices will drop, and now that $350,000 house is a $300,000 house, okay? And so the price of the house goes down, right? And a lot of us are making that decision of whether we should wait for the prices to go down. But this is what you gotta re remember, that when it is a buyer's market and the prices go down or they pace a lot slower in building value and equity, your interest rates are gonna be higher. Because there's more buyers, the banks know that, and so the rates are gonna go higher, okay? So imagine you're in a buyer's market, prices are low, the interest rates are not record-breaking low, okay? They're back to a different level. Now they're going back from 4.5 to five and a half. That's what you start experiencing in a buyer's market. That $300,000 house that you waited for so that you can get into a buyer's market, because your interest rates are higher, your mortgage payment on a $300,000 house, just the principal and interest, can be anywhere from $1,200 to $1,250 a month. That's about $100 to $150 a month more in a buyer's market with the price being $50,000 less. Now keep this in mind, we're just talking about the payment and what the difference is between in buying in the seller's market at a higher price, low rates, versus a buyer's market where you got low price but higher interest rates, okay? Then you gotta take it a step further and start thinking about, wow, if I have a higher interest rate how much interest am I paying in the life of the loan? Because you gotta remember, the loan is amortized for 30 years. And a big portion of your payments, the first 10 to 15 years, go towards the interest, okay? This is the exact same reason I'm making the decision to refinance. I could make the decision to either buy a house, make it get a little bit of a bigger house, or refinance my house. We love where we're at. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh,